Hello and welcome to Songs for Wem. The music podcast designed to help you find the perfect playlist for every occasion. He's the king of the pumpkin spice latte, it's George. <laughs> and she finds this year quite difficult because it makes her joints stiff. It's him. <laughs> it does, the cold weather hurts my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, we are in autumn, we are firmly in autumn. It is autumn time. The leaves are brown. Oh, the leaves are brown. Dun, and, and it's gonna, gonna flare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, that's the one. Excellent. How are you doing? What's been up with you? Uh, I actively hate this time of year. This time of year is brilliant. I am a summer person. But you also do really love Christmas. Yeah, so you? in my mind, there are two seasons in the year. There's summer and winter. That's it. And autumn is just a warmer winter, and spring is just a colder summer. Yeah, and obviously winter's the only reason winter's good is because of Christmas. Yeah, because then January comes around, and we've all got seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, and a fat. Nothing fits anymore. It's meh. Although next year, I think January 2022 could be okay, because we've makes- got a holiday in sort of mid early mid-March, haven't we? So, I think... The fact that we're going to... We're going to Disneyland Paris yes. in March. I'm going to be turning 30 whilst we're there. So that's very exciting. Um, so I think January could be okay because it will be like we've actually got... We've got something to look forward to. I, I think you could be right. So it could... It'd be like, right, Christmas... Because right now I'm like, okay, I'm warming into the idea of Christmas. I'm about to start my Christmas shopping. Like those... I've got some bits already. I've got my wrapping paper. What have you been binging? Oh, what's, um, what's on the binge radar? Ted Lasso. Ah. Oh. It is just as brilliant as they would have you believe. Yeah, I've heard really good things. The fact that it's on a really weird streaming service does it no favours. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Yeah. Like, all the other streaming services have their own exclusives, but then they also have, like, other shows that I want to watch. So there's no real reason for a lot of people to get apple tv Mm-mm. for some reason we we ended up with it for free like i don't know anyway and then it popped up and i was like right i love a laugh i love a comedy we should give this a go give it a go and if it's not good like what have i lost and it's brilliant it's brilliant it's an american football coach who gets hired to manage a premier league football team yeah, and obviously football football and american football are not the same thing and it's because yeah. the chairwoman wants the team to fail that's like the premise of the show. Oh. So she's like, oh, I know what to do. I'll hire someone who has no clue what they're doing. Yeah. It's just brilliant. If, even though it's American, it feels British. Yeah. The British humour's there. It's also got like that whole, you know that thing where they say like, we're two nations separated by one language. Yeah. Like, Ted is an American in London and he's just got no clue. He thought, yeah. obviously, he speaks the language, but he doesn't have a clue what's he going on. He speak the lingo. Yeah. Um... It's brilliant. It's just brilliant. It's so funny. All, there's not a single unlikable character in the whole show. I recommend anyone give it a go. What have you been binging? Uh, old Seasons of America's Next Top Model. <laughs> okay. Right, so obviously it's a big meme now, isn't it? And it's really dramatic. And I still don't think a lot of people have seen it. So if you want to see it, if you want to see the mentalness, the craziness, the absolute absurdity that is America's Next Top Model... 
pop onto Amazon Prime because there's four seasons of it on there and you will get some good stuff. So the first four seasons? No, it's really random four in the middle. Seasons seven to ten are on there. Uh, is, would this be when it was considered like in its prime? I would say so. Okay. I would say so. It's when I stopped watching it probably about season 13, 14 maybe? That's too many seasons. It's a lot. It is a lot. But um, there's some good seasons on there and some, some weird moments. Like I told you that this has happened twice on America's Next Top Model. One of the girls' friend died, and then the next photo shoot was like themed around death. And they clearly do this to get a reaction. It's just inappropriate, isn't it? I've also heard that in that the real world, the models just aren't taken seriously. Like in the real modelling world, yeah. um, I watched it. There's one of the contestants was on TikTok. I don't know who it was. Sorry, and she was talking about like she just answers questions. People were like yeah. she responds to questions about the show and about her experiences as a model. And they were like, oh, do you get to keep the shots from the show? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I do. And we all do. But no one uses them. They use professional modelling. Yeah. And she, they said also, when a, when a casting agent or, come, you know, someone is looking for a model. Yeah. They need to see you at your most plain to know what they can do. And obviously those photos in Top Model, and they're Oh my God, they're so concept. extravagant. They're full concepts, aren't they? Yeah, like. I was watching you thinking, you rarely ever see photographs of models looking like this, ever. <laughs> like, when was the last time you saw a photograph of a model dressed like a bearded lady? You just don't see it. No. It is so entertaining. It is on a different level of offensive most of the time. They're mm. so rude to them. Twiggy, even Twiggy's rude. And she's, she's an angel. She said to one of the girls, she was like... Oh, you'd never know that you were so shy and insecure from watching this, from looking at this photo. And the girl went, I am maybe shy, but I'm not insecure. And they were like, that was rude. <laughs> and Twiggy was like, you maybe need a little bit more charm when you say things. What, so it's, it's rude to disagree with someone? It's the way she's like, I'm not insecure. Because she didn't say it in a polite way. She didn't say it with a smile. She got told off. How weird it's so bizarre it's a different world yeah and tyra's just mad tyra i'm surprised because she's a, she's got to be like a producer on the show and stuff yeah like. that program does not paint her in a good light is it still on are they still making i don't think so so all of the seasons are available on amazon tv mm. but on amazon prime there's only series seven to ten that you can watch for free everything else you would have to pay for if you wanted to watch. who's paying for that that's why i'm telling you now watch a few series of it see it at its weirdest and its worst if yeah so, as you know by now, each week we pick a playlist theme, we go away, we pick five songs that we think best suit that playlist theme, and then we come together and share them in this environment. And this week the theme is Songs for When, or On an Autumn Walk and you're the main character in your own story, basically. Good idea. It's Songs for When, you're walking on the crunchy leaves, you've got your pumpkin spice latte... You're the main character, but it's autumn. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> so we can actually hear the eat the <laughs> Okay, so my first song is When We Were Young by Adele. You look like a movie. You sound like a song. My God, this reminds me of when we were young. You're on a depressing walk, right, George? This is a depressing walk. I think all autumn walks could be. 
Uh, all just, of your autumn walks are depressing. I chose Adele, like almost like Adele. I think her music is perfect. She's an autumn. She's an autumn girl. Mm. So as of recording, she is back tomorrow. So when this comes out, you'll have that, that song will have sat with us all for a few weeks. Yeah. So tell us what you think. Mm. This is my favorite Adele song. Really? Yeah. I know it's not. Maybe it's not an obvious choice. Um, I just like the lyrics. I like the way her voice sounds on it. I think it's like got nice peaks and troughs. Mm. So from like a main character's perspective, how are you thinking that this song works? So like you're walking through and it's like you're reflecting on like maybe a relationship's just gone wrong. You're walking through, it's like everybody loves the things you do. Mm. It's a music video. And as, as you're thinking like in your mind, you're thinking about all those moments in that relationship when you were young so i've tried to picture everyone like a movie like what sort of movie it would be okay and it would definitely be like a romance movie Mm -hmm. and there would have been a relationship gone wrong and i'm a sad crying like lonely walk but there would also be montage like flashbacks yeah to the the memories of you and the other person that you were with adele with adele with With Adele. adele who's singing you probably though Adele would have left you. I guarantee she's much more successful. <laughs> oh my, what a bitch. Uh, <laughs> she's yeah. the breadwinner she wants. You want her dinner. I think me and Adele would have a really happy time together. She's just a laugh, isn't she? Like, is she the most relatable pop star mm. on the planet? I don't even feel like she's a pop star. I feel like she's like a legend. Yeah, and she's you've got to think about it. She's been on the scene mm. now for... 14 years-ish. And she's about to release her fourth album. Isn't this 30, though, this album? And the first album was 19. 11 years. She's 33, though. Oh, so 14 years. Yeah. Is is it because the songs are, like, about when she was 30? So 19 came out when she was, like, you know, I don't know, 21, whatever, but or 20. But Mm. it's about when she was 19. 21 was when she was... About when she was 21. 25, you know, and so on and so forth. And... She did say that after 25, she said, this is a trilogy. I won't be doing the numbers thing anymore. My next album, if I do another album, won't be part of this. Right, part mm. of it. And I guess, like, you think, oh, well, you did say, but this is 30. This album is called 30. And I guess that's because life doesn't always, you know, she's... Yeah, she's, like, nothing set in stone, is it? I'm not expecting her new album or her new music to shatter the world. Mm. I think it's going to be an Adele album. As in... This album is going to be exactly what I want from Adele. Yeah. Ten more songs of exactly what I want from her. This song, When We Were Young, also features my favourite Adele lyric. Just so relatable. You know, at the end, when she's like, I'm so mad, I'm getting old. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As people that are turning 30 in the next 12 months, relatable. You relate to this. Relatable to... I think that... um, I think that... 30 is going to be great. I think we're about to enter the best decade of our lives. Exactly. Uh, my first song is Journey to the Past from Anastasia. <laughs> you no one ever mentions Pie. 
This fucking song. <laughs> Insert clip here of you singing it, piss. Heart don't fail me now. Courage don't desert me. What did you think of that vocally? So that night, we'd me and Amy and Ollie had sung a song from Cinderella, and then we were like, right, we need to sing something else. And Ollie didn't know it, but me and Amy were dancing around your living room singing. Mm, whilst the rest of us did the washing up. Yeah, I was too drunk. It's iconic. So have you seen, you haven't seen this movie, have you? I, I think I have, but like, when it came out. Yeah. So in the scene where she's singing this song, and it, the, episode, the song that we've included is the... Uh, is it the Broadway music, version? The broad, Broadway version, yeah. Because I can find the audio for the um, film one, but I can't find it on Spotify. So Fair we're point. going for the Broadway one. Um, she's literally leaving her like orphanage, and she's like literally running and like walking through the forest, and it's snowing at the time, so it's cold. It's not autumn, I guess, mm. but it still make you can imagine it with the trees. If you take the snow away from the scene. Yeah. It's autumny. It's autumnal. I love that word. Autumnal. Autumnal. Is and I think this is a very good main character song, partly because the main character yeah. is singing okay. the movie. You've, re- you've not stretched the imagination that far no. here, have you? But what I have done is found an autumnal main character song. So I think there's that reflectiveness in it, like you were saying about that inspir- like the inspirational sort of element to it. I can imagine myself... Probably not on an autumn walk. I feel like I'd have to skip to this. Be like <laughs> kicking leaves around and okay. like twirling. Okay, so, this is like, whereas when we were young is quite sad, isn't it? Yeah. This is quite hopeful. Yeah. Fair me. What do you think of that vocally? <laughs> no, I thought it was a great choice. Um, when I heard it, I thought, is she for real? But actually, it's really good for the thing. It is a really good, and I made me want. It's made me want to watch Anastasia. I love it. It's such a good film. I've actually seen her grave, the real Anastasia's <gasps> grave, because I've been to Russia. Oh yeah, you did. And um, I really like Russian history. It's so weird. It's so varied and like mm, a bit like ours. So much up, goes on. It's like British history to a point, and then it just goes mental. Yeah. But yes, this film is excellent. She is the main character in it. I could totally vibe with this if it was on. Emily. I'd feel like the main character if this was on when I was walking through a wood in the autumn or something. Emily Astasia. Yeah, Emily Astasia. <laughs> Emma Astasia. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I like it. We were like the main characters when me and Amy were dancing around your living room singing it. In like an obnoxious teen movie. Yeah. Fair. We are basically like obnoxious teens, except we're nearly 30. We're so mad we're getting <laughs> old. <laughs> I did find, I found this song quite empowering though. Okay. Yeah, no, it is, it is. It's hopeful and empowering. I get you. There we go. Okay. Your first main character song from a main character, but it's make it autumnal. Wasn't a push for you, was it? No. Sometimes being simple is the best. Obvious is the best way to do it. And you've lived your life being simple. And obvious. So my next song, a bit of a curveball for me, I think it is. The song is Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. Above this song, so talk me through it. Talk me through why it's a main character song in the autumn. So again, I'm walking through like 
there's trees around me and because like I said autumn for me is like a reflective time yeah so like don't dream it's over you're thinking about the change that's coming okay and, and, yeah. but it's also got that uplifting bit with the um with the chorus and like where the, it's a quite hey now hey now don't dream it's over I saw this is like obviously from the time period this is like an 80s mm. movie oh yeah so sorry if if it's a movie main character moment yeah the guy's got like quite a big gray coat on like a square like a yeah you know like a square cut and he's walking like really slowly and just like with his head in there his hand there is freedom like he, with him he's done something wrong hasn't he this yeah guy. i think it i think he's it's a cobbled street okay Maybe. raining it's got to be raining isn't it yeah it's got to be raining coronation street if coronation street like was like hollyoaks and used pop songs mm. it would work I also, yeah, like, you're right. I think it's quite reflective. I love Crowded House. So I don't really know Crowded House bar this song. Um, So, you know I'm obsessed with Flight of the Concords. Yeah. There's, in the radio show that Flight of the Concords started out as, their manager's actually called Brian, not not Murray. And he um, is trying to be a good manager to them, but he's not. And every time he needs advice, he rings up the Crowded House frontman who we met once at a wedding. <laughs> and there is actually audio of the Crowded House frontman. I can't remember his name, but there is actually audio of him in it all the time. And they always play Crowded House songs in the background of those conversations. Is, he like, <laughs> is it like he's maybe on stage or something? No, it's just like um, as the like the scene music. Because he's constantly ringing up the Crowded House. The crowded house is it actually man. him in it? Yeah. Brilliant. And he's constantly ringing him up. And the guy's like, will you please leave me alone? I just met you at a wedding one time. <laughs> um, it's a bit of a dad band song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I love a dad band. Yeah, I know you do. It reminds me of, it fits in the same kind of ilk of... Uh, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Yeah. And um, The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. It's very like that sort of depressed 80s era. Yes. Where there's, I mean, they had the Cold War. Oh, That God. was going on. And I imagine like when it gets to the final, hey now, hey now. Like there's a break in the clouds and a bit of, you know, like. Sun comes down. Oh, I love that. So you know, like a day, like, you know how today is? Mm. Like today's quite a, um, Quite a warm day for this yeah, time. Of year. It's unseasonably really warm, um, and that's kind of where it, where it ends because he's not dreamt that it's over. Yeah, and it, the day turns itself around for him. Yeah, I love that. It's a good choice. I was happy to hear it. Yeah, a curveball for me, I think. Yeah, it's a good choice though, because every now and then you throw me a dad band or like a rock song. Throw you a bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My next song is Old Pine by Ben Howard. Steady as the stars in the woods So happy heart in the war Ring true inside these bones As the old pine fell we sang So why is, it, why is this your main character moment? What's happened in the plot of the film? Or TV series, you know, radio play? I'm not sure, but like when when it's happening, I can feel it. So journeys in the past, I felt very like woodsy. It was a very woodsy walk. This yeah, I, I feel, feel that. like it's like beach in Cornwall cliffside kind of. Oh, uh, this is trees, this one. Yeah, the trees are in the background for this Ben. Ben Howard. Ben Platt. Ben Howard. Yeah, because that was obviously a, and another thing. It's just called Old Pine, so obviously it's you've got a trees, pine, isn't it? Yeah, like, I was picturing pine cones. Oh. Oh, see, there we go. Pine cones as well. Well, they're from a pine tree, aren't they? So there's probably some trees around. Yeah, so maybe he finds one on the beach and he's like, this majestic yeah. thing. 
Also, yeah, I just think, again, songs like this and voices like this always remind me of Autumn. They're like subtle, soft indie-ness mm-hmm. from this time period. I know someone that saw this man at Wembley. Yeah. And I don't think he's anywhere big enough to have performed at Wembley. I think at a point he may have been. Really? For this album, yeah, it's quite an icon- like. The I recognise the artwork. See the album artwork, yeah, definitely. I think at one point it was everywhere. I really didn't like this song. Do you not like it? No, I'm sorry. It's fine. I actually think it might be the worst song you've ever brought. <laughs> I love it. I that's fine. I I'm I, sorry. I had a main character moment actually listening to this song. Okay. It wasn't autumn, but um I was obsessed with this album when I was studying in America and I went to visit my dad's cousin and I was waiting for her to come pick me up so I went to like a botanical garden oh cute yeah and I was just listening to this song as I was walking around a botanical uh-huh. garden but it was obviously in the middle of Florida so it was quite warm it wasn't autumn it was like spring and it was very warm but I had a main character moment to Ben Howard cool you think this is worse than bread yeah really I struggled to get through it <gasps> oh my god I feel so rude I'm so sorry <laughs> I didn't think Ben Howard was that bad. My it's... friend had this at her wedding. I'm sure she's a lovely person. <laughs> Does he sing Only Love? Only Love. Mm. Is that him? Oh, Holly and Ben had this at their wedding as well then. Mm. So I don't hate him. Just, Just don't song. like this particular Didn't song. do it for me. I'm sorry. But what about it as an autumn I imagine on like character. a soundtrack for a TV show mm-hmm. or like a movie or something, mm-hmm. it, it would work perfectly. Because you the wouldn't sort of choose song... to listen to it. No, because I think, you know, soundtrack songs, they have to be, or that, you know, often they are a bit sort of, they, they need to be able to not distract from what's happening. Yeah. And so that's why I think it could work. And I think that says a lot about why I don't like it. So my next song is Never Gonna Dance Again by The Sugar Babes. It's also an album track. It's not even. A, it was never yeah, even a single. Yeah, I thought it wasn't a single. Although it is actually a bit of a Sugar Babes 2.0, Sugar Babes 3.0 hybrid. Okay. Because Mucha did write it. <gasps> so Mucha, Keisha, and Heidi mm-hmm. wrote it for the Taller and More Ways album. And then, decided not to include it, but then they picked it back up again for the Change album. How did Mucha feel about that? Probably gets paid, didn't she? Oh yeah. Autumnal wise, this whole album for me. Mm. The album Change mm. by Sugar Babes 3.0 is very autumnal. Mm. I think they sound really lovely on this song. Mm. And they've got like a really nice three-part harmony, three harmony. You've got the iconic Heidi um, bridge just before the final chorus. So I think how does that go? I can't remember how it goes off the top of my head. <laughs> but um, Heidi is well known for her bridges. <laughs> Building them, singing them, whatever. Um, so... She bridge, she got over it. Exactly. But I also like this song's got a nice beat. So this is maybe a bit more up... It starts slow, and then it gets a bit more up-tempo. Mm. It's also not to be confused with Careless Whisper by George Michael. <laughs> I do always think that. I do always think that when I see the title. Yeah. So I think lyrically, the song, it could work in like a TV show where... Because it's sung by a woman. I think this character is a woman. She's a mm. main character, a female. Mm. 
Because she says, like, I lost my rhythm when I said it's over. Yeah. So I almost imagine, like, in my mind, she's, like, sat at, like, a wedding or, like, a party. She's sat on a chair. She sees her ex dancing yeah. with somebody else. <gasps> so she gets up, puts the start of the music video. Yeah. She gets up. She puts her coat on. And she's walking through the streets mm. late at night. And it's like, she's like, staring And her. then does it keep flicking back to the wedding where he's dancing? Yeah, he's dancing with someone else. Yeah. And she's like, I am never going to dance again. Oh. Because my guilty feet have got no rhythm. <laughs> it could almost be like a companion too. Because, mm. I don't know. Maybe At the wedding, maybe they're dancing to Careless Whisper. <laughs> and as she's walking around, they're singing this song. Yeah, because she's like, I lost my rhythm when you said it was over. So I know it's not the most obvious Sugar Babe song. Yeah. And I nearly actually chose the song Change. Because really? it's like autumnal, isn't it? Oh, yeah. you a time for reflection and changing of the seasons, changing of the leaves from green to brown. So, I mean, I think it's probably called Change because it's the first Sugar Babe's album with a new lineup. Mm. But it's fine. It works. And for me, yeah, I nearly actually, I nearly binned this off altogether. But picture, like, quite majestic Keisha looking stunning in, like, the moonlight. She like walks through. If they want to, ch- if they want to now release this as a single with the old lineup, uh, yeah. If Siobhan wants to get involved, if Mucha wants to reclaim her verse, who is she wrote it? I've got the music video for you. Okay, you're welcome. So that was, yeah, do it again. We've talked about the Sugar Babes quite a bit, so we won't get into that. Yeah, we know we like the Sugar Babes. I like this song, I thought it was good. I get Yay. it. Yay, I get it because you've got. Because quite a lot of your songs are quite sort of slow, and it mm. was nice to have this upbeat one in the change the pace a bit. Because hmm. you can walk to upbeat, you don't have to run. You can still walk. Power walk like Kath and Kim. <laughs> <laughs> My next song is Autumn in New York by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Oh, it's autumn in New York. It's good to live it again. So many people have sung this song. I could have picked anyone. Is it one of the, like a standard? Yeah. It's like a jazz standard, isn't it? And the reason... So I think the most autumnal film of all time is probably When Harry Met Sally. So is this on the soundtrack? It is on the soundtrack, I thought but it not was. this version. Oh, okay. I didn't want to bring another When Harry Met Sally soundtrack <laughs> song. So what version's on the soundtrack? Harry Connick Jr. does the entire soundtrack. Oh, okay, okay. And I actually don't think there's, to be fair, I don't think there's any lyrics on the soundtrack version, so you need the lyrics. Yeah, otherwise... Because it's not, otherwise it's pointless. So Billie Holiday's done a version of this. I think Doris, so Doris Day, Frank Sinatra, everyone's done this yeah. song. Yeah, so this is not necessarily my normal type of song, but I really like this. It's really pretty, isn't it? Yeah, I think because I've got, I've got like an affinity to New York as and well. And that's a reason, like, I don't... We have been, we have been to New York in the autumn. We went in September. Yeah, like summery autumn, yeah. the end of summer, start of autumn. Yeah. yeah. There were leaves on the ground, definitely. Um, But I could just picture it, like that jazziness I always associate with New York mm-hmm. and in Central Park, and you can just see that like main alley with the trees, picture them being brown. This could almost be like that rich person as they like, this could be lots of people. You know those films where it follows like 10 different people, mm. like Mother's Day or Valentine's, you know those films? Yeah. Um, and so you meet all the characters as they're looking over New York. Yeah. Um, so you've got and they're like, all going about their day in different ways. Yeah, so it's like a cross-section. Yeah. So, because they're all the main characters. It's an yeah. ensemble piece. I'm picturing like, wrapped up warm, with a loved one walking, with a coffee, oh. a croissant, that sort of water walk to this song. Okay. It's so nice. I've been listening to this song radio a lot. It gives you a really chill, like, 
nice jazz standards like vibe going. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love this song. And I like the Ella and Louis combination because it's, it's like two different songs almost because they're so different. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. So I really like her voice. His voice, I, I, I know he's like a legend and like I appreciate yeah. that. I would struggle to listen to a lot of Louis Armstrong Exactly. <laughs> I think I would as well. But you know, you were talking about multiple characters. It could almost be like that it's a love, like a couple, or they're even like in a, like a meet cute scenario and Ella Fitzgerald's voice is like um, narrating what the girl does and then Louis is mm. narrating what the boy does and they come together. In autumn in New York. Yeah. It's a bit like that song, um, Orange Coloured Sky. Oh, I love Orange Coloured Sky. I like the um. I actually only know the Lady Gaga version. Oh, really? And when she performed it, and I was like, "What? She can sing?" Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I love that song. It's another like classic, isn't it? But yeah, I thought this was. I do quite often associate jazz and like softer music with autumn, so this fits quite well. Yeah, you? I agree with you. Good shout. Thanks very much. You're right. You're welcome. So my next song is "Save the Best to Last" by Vanessa Williams. new edition so it might not be as fleshed out as (laughs) everything else but i love vanessa williams's voice i think she's got a stunning voice and i think this song has got a really nice again it's all about change yeah it's got quite a nice journey to it this yeah so the like lyrically the song's about a woman who has always been in love with her best friend so if you want to tell me now whilst we're talking about this song And she's like in love with her friend and um, she wants him to realise. So she's like, sometimes you save the best for last. Because like, I guess like she would She's be... the last relationship because they'll get married. Yeah. So it's quite, it's quite romantic. And I think you could picture this being like, as she maybe has left his house or, the, you know, the main character, you've left the person's house that you're in love with. Yeah. And then like, as they shut the front door, it's like, like the, the, the instrumental kicks in. And then, if it's a musical, she's like swinging around lampposts. Yeah, they're both like maybe like um an autumn. They're both on like a separate walk, just like thinking over what's been said, what's been done. I think it could work really nicely in like a movie like Love Actually. Yeah, I get that. Like, or you know, I guess it works. It would be instead of Too Lost in You yeah. by the Sugar Babes. Yeah, when you <laughs> said you were putting Sugar Babes. Song in my brain immediately went to Too Lost in You. So Too Lost in You is a song I would do if we did an episode um Christmas songs that aren't Christmas songs. Yeah, it is <laughs> because of Love Actually. Yeah, the entire Love Actually soundtrack is Christmas <laughs> songs that aren't Christmas songs, aren't they? Um, but that's kind of my my vision for it. Plus, I think it's about time Vanessa Williams got more. I was excited when we listened to this earlier, and it was a song radio, and then her Colors of the Wind came on. Iconic, mm. iconic. That is the my favorite Disney song of all time. I love it. Vanessa Williams doing it as well. How brilliant. She's, she's, she's a queen. She's we lovely. were meant to have seen her on stage sing and act. and We're never going to sing. No, because I don't think she'll ever come back. But that's, yeah. That's that. I think it works. I think it's a good, definitely a good main character song. I think it, in the rain as well. You know, like in Drizzle. Four Weddings and a Funeral when um, 
Andy McDowell and Hugh Grant come together at the end and they're like, oh and my god, yeah, like, that, that would be really good. That, that would be moment. really, really good. Right, so my next song is Gravity by Sarah Bareilles. Did you say that in public? Like, have people heard you say that no, out loud? No, no. I think someone said it to me before I could embarrass myself. Like, you heard someone say... Say Sarah Bareilles, yeah. Okay. So this is Sarah Bareilles' other song. <laughs> it's not Love Song or any of the songs from Waitress. It's Gravity. Yeah. It actually felt a bit musical theatre-y to me. Yeah. I think she's just got that vibe. It also reminded me of the song Jealous by Labyrinth. Do you know that one? No, I don't think so. It, it, sound, it had that kind of... Temp- we'll do a comparison, shall we? Yeah. We'll, I'll put, maybe I'll put it in now. I missed you Best of All this world could give And I told you When you left me Okay, and then... See if it sounds any different. Then you'll be like... Maybe I won't. I'll just edit this bit out. Who knows what I'm going to do? She's a maverick. <laughs> I like this song. I think it's quite emotional. It's more of an... This is probably my most emotional yeah, song. Yeah, this would be... Uh, if, if it's a if it's like a play or a film or a TV show, mm. this is like at the start of the final act. Yeah. She's... You know, the main character's had an epiphany. Yeah. And they're like going to change. They're going to change their life. They're going to do something to... So this would be, I don't know, like in the movie Bridesmaids, not an autumn film, but you know what I mean, where she decides to like buck her ideas up and get on with things. That kind of... Yeah, because that's what I'm imagining how you start, uh, how it starts, like wrapped up in a coat, sort of been crying, just a bit depressed, a bit down. And then as you're walking and walking, you're getting more powerful, you're realising not to take any more of that shit sort of thing. And you're going to yeah. get on with it. Yeah. So not the same message as the song Jealous by Labyrinth, but... Really not. No. I think it's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. I find my, mm-hmm. This is one of those songs that when I listen to it, I feel like the main character. I got that. They're very one of those songs. Really one of those. Especially if you're singing along to it. It's pretty, I think it's... What do I do in it, the shower? <laughs> do you hit those cerebralis notes? Fuck off. No, I think it really it made me realise how I think if I knew this song before I'd watched or listened to Waitress, I'd be like, Well of course she can write musical theatre music. Yeah. Because it's got Here that Here it is, yeah. It could fit into a musical easily. Yeah. A main character musical. I think it's a really pretty song. Her voice is so good as well. She she probably deserves more. I think she deserves more credit. There were actually quite a lot of Sarah Bareilles songs that I had on a shortlist. I was just going through listening to them thinking, this is really autumnal. So I, think, <laughs> I think what makes it is, especially the, with the main character, is like, it's easier especially for me to pick women because I can relate to that female character. Yeah. Also, her songs are quite emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a bit of that like sort of soft, like I said, I, I find autumn songs to be a bit more soft. And yes. all of her stuff is quite other than love song most but of I actually quite soft. was thinking how love song could work as a main character song definitely a just main not character an autumnal song. main yeah. character song 
Yeah. And that's the point of this. Exactly. But there we go. Grabbed to by Sarah Bress. I hope you've enjoyed a deeper delve into Sarah Bress's back catalogue that doesn't involve the movie Waitress. When you say a deeper delve into Sarah Bress's back catalogue, you mean going on Spotify and not, t- not clicking on Love Song, but clicking on the song underneath. <laughs> <laughs> I actually know this song because someone did it on American Idol. Do you think she's bigger in America and we yeah, just don't know it? I think so, yeah. I think so. But it's also a good... I think it's quite a good song to show off, like, vocal ability. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it would really work in a musical. This could be the musical one. I've done a couple of movies, haven't I? A couple of movie songs. Yeah, this is definitely a musical theatre song. Mm. Okay, so my final song. God, we have gone... It feels like we've gone this through these very quickly. Well. This could be really nice for me to edit. Love- <laughs> <laughs> my final song is Run by Leona Lewis. GCSE drama performance we had this one scene where our main character was dying all the other people in the piece were like going to him and like crying but in complete silence <laughs> I know this story in complete silence <laughs> as the song run played basically the whole song was just like it's quite a long song I think we used most of it at least and it's just like one by one we were going in and by the end of it we brought him sort of back to life or no, I think I don't know he just was better by the end of it he was not dead um, and we were supposed to be completely silent all of us and our friend James got so into the moment and he got so emotional that he started like literally bawling like almost yelling crying <laughs> like, it was, he was so loud and the whole point of that scene was it was all like you were just listening to the music and he couldn't even stop when he went backstage like he got himself in a real the real moment it was so real he wow. Couldn't, he couldn't stop. So that would be his and main we character back- moment. Yeah, exactly. We were backstage. And I was like, shit. Was the show going Shut on? Up. Yeah, it was going on. It was supposed to carry on. And James was just bawling like a fucking baby. And we had another scene to do and everything. Oh my God, bless him. I bet he... He really got into it. Well, so that's why I think this song's depressing. Because it can make you react like that. I, ha- <laughs> I have cried listening to this song <laughs> on a few occasions. While you've been walking. Yeah. Because it's definitely a walking, like, crying song, like a sad song. So this is, I think it's also quite obviously, lyrically, yeah. about someone who's gone. Yeah. Because you're singing about the fact that you can't hear them, you can't talk to them anymore. Yeah. But on a recent autumnal walk, uh, we actually made our own main character moment with this song. Yeah. So it was a, it was a nice Sunday. Me, Ollie and James went for a nice walk mm. around the 100 Acre Wood. Mm. And... What do three gays do when they're... Okay, that doesn't work. I was about to say, what do three gays do when they're in a wood on their own? Bum. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) They create their own run music video. Yeah. So, we did it. Ollie was hid behind blowing his vape. Like making a misty <laughs> smoke machine. And James was walking through like, light up, light up. <laughs> and it worked. It I couldn't fan- imagine that it working. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I also think, like... There'd be, you know what there would be? Scenes there and also scenes on a beach with the main character wearing a floaty 
dress on a horse. <laughs> with yeah. there. Yes, um, I really like this song anyway. Like yeah. this version particularly of the song. Yeah. It I, sounds more meaningful when she does it than when Snow. I think it. so. I don't know why. I mean, they obviously wrote it. Good choice. I think this is good for the, the purpose. It's also just... Imagine being able to sing like the way she sings this song. No. Like... Outside of the realm of possibility. I think she deserves... She deserves to have been a singer 10 years earlier than she was a singer. Yeah, because she would have been in with the, like... She'd be held in the regards of Mariah, Whitney, Yeah, because Celine. she'd sort of almost be taking over from Whitney. Yeah, like, like she... Like, she'd be filling in a gap, kind of. I think she deserves... She was done dirty with her career somehow. Yeah. Okay, my last song is All I Want by Codaline. With you, and we're gonna go. Oh, is is another baby? Oh, that she wants is another baby. That's the thing. But that's not it. That's Ace of Base. Yeah, you've obviously just heard the song that we sing. So that actually, this is a bit of a curveball because this, I was stuck on this playlist. I said, Tom, what songs remind you of autumn? And he said, All I Want by Codeline. So this is actually a Tom choice. Nice. And what does he have a main character example he's given you? No, because he was like, I was like, what songs remind you of Autumn? And I listened to it, because I already, he likes Code Line, so I did already know it. Mm. But I listened to it in the perspective of this. It was like, no, this works. Brilliant. This does work. It does work. This is another quite depressing one, though, I think. I think this would be an on your own, reflecting, something bad's happened to you type walk. So, I heard it, and I went, at first I was like, I know this song. And the reason I know it's because Ellie Golden did a cover of it. And, I and think, you said you couldn't find that anywhere. And I think it must have been on the live lounge or something yeah. like that. Um, and she very much did what she does with it. I love one. <laughs> Tight my body. You know what? <laughs> Stick it in. Little, little snippet. Take my body. Take my body. All I want is. And all I want <laughs> I, I thought to myself, oh my god, this would work perfectly in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, do you think it was in it? So then I googled it. It was. And it was in Grey's Anatomy. And it was in, like, really quick context. Uh, there's a helicopter crash. Two of the doctors die. Mm. Uh, and then series nine starts. And obviously the other doctors that were... Because they, they were basically the helicopter crash and they were in the woods for like two weeks. On their own with their dead friends' corpses. Maybe it wasn't two weeks. It was a long time. Yeah. They were in the woods for a long time. So series nine starts and obviously those doctors are very traumatised. Mm. To the point where Christina Yang, played by Sandra, Sandra Oh, has decided that she can't work in Seattle anymore and she takes a job at another hospital on the Just other side of the country. Of it, yeah. And the scene is Meredith Grey, played by Ellen Pompeo. Mm. She basically rings Christina and she's like on the phone, but it's like a voicemail. Mm. And she's basically like begging her to come home. because She's like, I need you. I need my friend mm. with me. We need to go through this together. Oh, yeah, Christine's obviously like taking herself out of the situation to get over her trauma. Yeah. And the main, but the main character yeah. is like, nah, 
Um, and this was like on the final good series of Grey's Anatomy. We stopped watching after series nine. Yeah. But that's not the point. The point is Shonda Rhimes has used it as a main character moment. <laughs> yeah, main character moment for when you are a doctor who wants your best friend to come home to help you get over the trauma of a helicopter crash. And that's crash. all she wants. Here's another best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, no. It does work, doesn't it? It does work. It's great. And I, um, because Grey's Anatomy likes to use actual songs as opposed to like orchestral music. It uses, yeah, like, quite pop- a lot of those shows do, don't they? Yeah. So that was, that's why I, I thought well, it definitely works. Great choice. I think so too. I love that sort of chill, like indie vibe for autumn as well. Mm. And this is this fits with that as well as being a bit depressing. Depressingly chill indie vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's us done for the week. Thank the fucking lord for that. What's um what song of mine's going on the mega playlist this week, Will? Uh uh I'm thinking I think it's gonna be Codaline actually. Oh really? Codaline, Codaline. Codaline. Yeah, I think that's my choice this week. It's the one I listen to the most. Did you like it, like, on its own as a song? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And even though I do like Ellie Goulding, I preferred it to the version that I thought was the song. There we go. Well done, Tom. You picked Tom's choice. Excellent. And I vouch for that choice. That's why it's allowed to be on here. Well, you wouldn't have put it on if you didn't want it. Yeah, like, he suggested quite a lot of things. I was like, no, I don't want that one. I want this one. Um, I'm going to put on a Crowded House. I knew you would. Hey now. The only three. man song. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. It's the one that she likes. I can just imagine being the main character. This is the one, the most main character one for me personally. That I can imagine singing I got you. as a main character. Okay. Or li- just even listening to. So you, where can you find us? You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at songs for when pod. We're available wherever you can find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Music. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, or even if you're not, we'd love if you could leave us a little five-star review. Yeah, please. I think we deserve it. We deserve it. <laughs> Thank you for everyone that's left us one already as well. We appreciate that. <gasps> Do you know what we haven't talked about? What? We are a top 40 podcast. Ah, yes, we charted Apple Podcasts. <laughs> How charts. did we forget that? I know, it's br- well, congratulations to us. Yeah, if we you'd are- like us to stay in the top 40, which I bloody hope you do. We, yeah. We need some more listens, we need some more reviews. Share us, tell your friends. Yeah, they'd love us. Everyone loves us. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in listening to our playlist, they are all available on Spotify if you search songs for when. And that's it for this week. So now, in the immortal words of... Are they immortal? I don't know. In the words of Paolo Nutini, uh, autumn leaves.